Welcome to episode 7 of Gaming Witty. I'm your host, Oren Galati, and thank you for joining us. Hope you enjoyed our last podcast regarding Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. Great game, and hope uh, you've enjoyed it if you are playing it. And if you haven't, I do recommend jumping on board and trying it out. Today, we're actually going to be talking about another game that recently came out. This one by Fulbright, uh, and also acclaimed creator Steven Gaynor. Uh, He has been well known for the game that he created a few years ago, Gone Home, which was both critically acclaimed and well received amongst the the masses, as it were. And of course, he was also responsible for the fantastic Bioshock 2 DLC. Uh, But this time, what we're going to talk about is his newest game, which is Tacoma. Uh, It is a new sci-fi game uh, in that kind of, and I put air quotations to it, walking simulator vein. Uh, It is exclusive to the Xbox One and also on PC. And basically it is a first-person sci-fi game where it takes place on a ship called, obviously, the Tacoma. You take on the role of a lady who's been sent to the ship to find out what has happened to the crew. And uh, while, you know, usually those underpinnings are kind of par for the course in sci-fi, there's always kind of a ship you show up to, something happened, something went wrong... This isn't a horror game, uh, so you can obviously not have to worry about that if you're not into the horror genre. But it is a really great mystery game that uh, leads to a lot of interesting kind of observations that you kind of find out and kind of interesting things that do happen both in the past, in the present, and now. And of course, the, the biggest thing that the game has going for it is its main gameplay mechanic, which is kind of a rewind, fast-forward, slash play mechanic, where basically you're going to walk into areas of the ship whether it be the personal quarters or engineering or something of that sorts. And basically, you'll hold down the X button, and it'll load up a whole, basically, AI recording of everything that transpired in that area that was pertinent information to you. Um, This has all been recorded by the on-site AI, which is called Odin. Uh, So a persistent uh, AI that is controlling the ship and has been assisting the you know, crew members when they were there uh, to do what it is they were set out to do. And of course, I know what you're thinking also. Another thing with sci-fi tropes, okay, it's an AI, maybe the AI went evil, who knows? But I would say it's, it's, a, it's actually much deeper than that and much more interesting than that. Uh, but yeah, touching back on the kind of rewind fast-forward feature, it's a really, really great mechanic. Um, it allows you to kind of, you can be in one room where maybe they all, all the characters collectively are standing there chatting and then they start going off into different directions and that's when the fast forward and the rewind comes into play because uh, what you end up wanting to do is you'll rewind all the way back to the beginning of the recording and start following one character and see what they do and see what what you know actions they have maybe they're going to speak to someone else maybe they're going to write an email maybe they're looking at something on the computer so it's really interesting to follow each of the pathways to find out what each character's story is and then you, you kind of put everything together yourself and you create a whole story uh, out of that based on each of the characters, you know, individual stories. Uh, And if you've ever been to Sleep No More in New York City, which is a kind of a Broadway-esque show uh, where you're actually going to be in an entire hotel environment and you are following these different people around as they're acting out and doing different things on the side, it's very much like that. It's actually a really interesting mechanic uh, that really kind of keeps you 
really actually, I should say, pulls you into the game and makes you want to learn more and find out what's going on. And of course, that is all uh, thanks to Steve Gaynor and his team for having phenomenal writing and phenomenal voice acting for all the characters that are in the game. Uh, makes it that much easier to obviously pay attention and learn about what's going on on the ship. And on top of that, you have really superb uh, letters and books and emails and you know just conversations in general via emails and kind of text messages between the characters on the ship that really create interesting dynamics and really pull you into the world. Uh, you, you really get a great sense of space uh, and, and kind of and, and a lived-in environment that very much like Gone Home feels the same at Tacoma. Obviously Tacoma, uh, Gone Home was a lot more captivating for a lot of its audience because it's something that you know we could feel a connection towards because it is grounded on Earth in a house versus Tacoma is on a spaceship in space. But you know, re regardless of that, the nature of it being so well thought out, each room you go into has items that are spewed about, uh, and, it, and it doesn't seem like it's just put there as a placeholder. It literally feels like everything has a place in the environment. There's a reason for everything being where it is. Um, and then even on top of that, you also do get the feeling that this was an environment that people were living in, something went wrong, and because of it, things in the environment obviously feel that way. Uh, so whether it's things thrown on the floor, maybe some food that's gone bad, or, or stuff that's left out on the counters, it seems like people left in a hurry. And obviously as you play through the adventure, which is not that long, it's probably about you know three hours, maybe four or five, if you, depending on how much you want to stretch it out. But the length is not the, is not an issue for me personally, uh, because the story that you learn and, and the characters that you learn about are just so interesting, and you just you really want to know what's going to happen next. You want to learn about what's going to happen. And if you find yourself playing it and you actually don't care about the main plot, the kind of dynamics between each of the characters, some of whom are in relationships, some of whom aren't, some of whom have relationships with people on Earth who they've been speaking with that have some kind of tension between them, they're really, really interesting, and they they give you something to grasp onto beyond just like a sci-fi, you know, type of game or a sci-fi setting uh, that, you know, if you're not into sci-fi, you would still have something to kind of want to learn about. And of course, you know, on top of that, I mentioned before, the voice acting is phenomenally done. Uh, each of the characters is kind of laid out in a hologram, a hologram-like form. So you're not actually looking at real people, but you do have pictures uh, to kind of Picture, you know, that kind of relay into your mind what they look like when you're listening to them. Uh, you have their backgrounds. Uh, so you have everything you need to know about them. And it, it, it's really a great way to connect. Uh, beyond that, as far as any kind of puzzles or anything of that sort, there aren't really, you know, a t puzzles per se. Uh, there's some instances where you have to find a key to do something uh, or some instances where you have to read emails to find codes for a locker or for a door. But no real puzzles. Uh, it is very much a game where you are in there for the story and for the narrative. And I think that the narrative is superb. Um, I think that some people uh, on the internet have said that maybe the twist that it has, which I don't know if I like to say it's a twist or not, but it is kind of a, a different take, I would say, on, on some sci-fi tropes that you have out there. I think it's very well done. Uh, and I was actually kind of happy that it was done that way, and I liked how the game ended. Um, I think it's always important, and I think it's actually one of the biggest issues you have with video games nowadays, especially story-driven ones, 
they don't always conclude well, uh, and it can leave you not necessarily always with a bad taste in your mouth, but just kind of like a, a feeling of, of, well, I didn't finish this, or something didn't feel like it ended, or or now what? Uh, and this game, it's very much start, finish, end, has really great closure. Uh, certainly makes you interested to learn what's gonna happen in that universe and in that world, um, especially with kind of the things that you find out are in play. Um, but I would say overall, it was a really, really fantastic journey. Highly recommended. Not that long, as I mentioned. Uh, I also think that the visual design of the game is really kind of enlightening. Uh, it's, it's very it's very light. It's very airy. Uh, it's very welcoming. Um, it's not like a dark, dreary spaceship. Uh, it is very much a place that is called home. It's kind of really kind of unique art style to it. And, uh, and I really can't speak high enough about the game. Uh, I know some people have said it's not doesn't reach the highs that Gone Home did, uh, but I think it's it's hard to compare the two, uh, just from the standpoint of, of the very different settings that they are appealing towards, and the types of stories that they're trying to tell are also very, very different from one another. But I think that's what's interesting about kind of walking simulators, as it were. We had one really great one earlier this year, What Remains of Edith Finch, uh, that came out on PlayStation uh, and PC, and actually just recently came out on Xbox One as well. Highly recommend that one, and we'll speak about that one in, in another episode, but I, I love these kind of narrative design games where you're going in, you're learning about characters, you're learning about a great story, and you're reading about things that are, are, are both interesting and you know really compelling, and then you're done. Uh, you know, I think nowadays it's nice to have adventures that are just maybe two, three, four hours long, get in, finish them, get out. Uh, kind of like a movie, but with the interaction that you get, it kind of makes it that much better. Um, but you know what, let me know what you think. Uh, I think Tacoma is highly worth it. If you have an Xbox One, definitely pick it up. It's $20. Uh, if you have a PC, pick it up there for, there, there for certain. I hope it comes to the PlayStation 4 as well. I think everybody should experience Tacoma. It's a fantastic game. Uh, definitely going to be you know high up there and potentially in my top 10 for the year, even though 2017 has been a phenomenal year. And it's, it's I mean, we still have a, you know, a back half in the holiday season with some really amazing titles uh, coming out. But, you know, Tacoma, definitely worth it. Highly recommended on my top 10. Uh, if you have any questions or comments regarding Tacoma, let me know. Feel free to reach out at ProperWitty on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Feel free to email me at oren, O-R-E-N, at properwitty.com. Happy to have any discussion you'd like. And certainly, you know, let me know what you think about the game. And then certainly I'll be back probably next week uh, with our next title. It's going to be Yakuza Kiwami. Uh, obviously, we spoke about Yakuza Zero earlier in the year, one of my favorite games of the year thus far. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami is a remake of the original Yakuza that came out on the PS2 way back in the day. And I can tell you thus far from playing it, it's been very good. Not as good as Yakuza Zero, but I'm going to save that rest for the next episode. Like I said, been a pleasure speaking with you. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you soon.